0: Well, 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 well. There you are. Hey, it's me, Jake. There's never anyone here right at the very beginning. So that means that if you're watching this, you're probably watching after it was live. Which is okay, too. Well, it's great, actually. (laughs) Because I think one thing that we're all trying... Dude! Dave, good to see you. One thing that we're all trying to do is... uh, find someone who gives a shit happy happy monday rich happy second monday Ooh, is it second monday it's uh tootie tuesday um so it's good good to see you all um or the people who are here um how's lady jerry feeling today rachel is asking she is feeling slightly better, but very crappy, I did see her come downstairs to the kitchen today, usually she's been, for the past couple days I've just been getting her things Um, Todd uh, am I jazz festing? yes, I will be jazz festing, let's get back to Lady Jerry for a minute Um, but also (coughs) saying hello to Todd and Bill and uh, Dave I'm going to tell you about the trip Flavia, good to see you Yes, we are back. We are back. We're back to it. We're doing this. Um, I got a text today, this morning, from uh, my friend Leo Flowers, who's been working during the pandemic. And uh, he said he's doing a headline set down in San Diego uh, July 8th and asked me if I w- would uh, want to be on the show, uh, open opening for him a little bit. And I said I would love to do that. You know, he was he you know he's like oh the pay is low and i said look it'd be my first set back it'd be fun to see you headline and so i think that's gonna happen i gotta get that uh, cleared with uh all my supervisors and uh and superiors and uh flackies and flunkies um jen you're here um good to see you um so so yes so i may be doing my first set if i can't get on stage before july 8th july 8th down in san Diego. But uh, I'll update you on that as we get closer. The trip was unbelievable. We put about 3,500 miles, 3,500 miles on the truck. Um, <laughs> Jen, can I just say my husband met a member of the of Pantera at Kroger because he was wearing a Pantera shirt. Wow, that can happen, Jen. I wish I had more shirts with my face on them. But... Uh, I did meet a lady who was wearing a shirt with my face on it once. It wasn't a great story, but that's... I think I told that one time already. Um, So we put 3,500 miles on the truck. Um, A little less than half of that was the journey up to Bellingham, almost Canada, Washington, to (coughs) to get the camper. And then the rest was on the way back. Um... Highlights of the trip. I think I mentioned a few yesterday, but I'll go over that again now because we got everybody here. Oh, it was your Pantera shirt, Jen. It is totally unfair, but then that's life for you. Uh, If you want to meet rock stars, you've got to go to the grocery store. (laughs) Write it down. Write it down. Um, So, highlights of the trip. Silver Falls in Oregon. Oregon BTW unbelievably beautiful. I already knew this about Oregon, but man, we saw some beautiful scenery in Oregon and everyone there. Hippie nice. Um, hippie nice in Oregon. Um, Washington also hippie nice, but there was a little bit of uh, you got your gun, right? Um, going on. But but we also loved Washington. And I'm not opposed to it. Hey, if you want a gun, go for it get your gun um so um so silver falls in oregon we stopped there before we got the truck on our way uh to see friends in portland we spent the night in portland went to a hike in a park in portland that was very similar to this hike out in uh at silver falls out in the middle of uh the woods but it was right in the city of portland and that was amazing uh, and enlightening and cool. Had a great breakfast with one of my jiu-jitsu buddies from here who lives in Portland. Uh, Nick had a place called, I think, the Tin Shed in Portland. Delicious, eggy breakfast. Awesome and so great to see uh, my buddy. Didn't get to train at his uh, academy in Portland because we were on the move. Then uh, then we picked up the camper and uh stopped at Trader Joe's which was a power move recommended by the guys at Kimbo and uh got supplies for the trip and we got all stuff that was easy and fast to make um and then uh and then we uh and then we camped that night near the Kimbo uh factory if you can call it that we 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 bought Kimbo number 104 camper number 104 the 104th Kimbo to come off the assembly line and they're looking to increase their production and they're going to have dealers elsewhere he had said that while we had to come and pick ours up they're now starting to deliver them to other parts of the country if you're interested um <laughs> oh wow I'm just reading some about about your uh, jen's trip to the missed trip to the grocery top dave you're saying there was a body found in a tub in a lake over here that you paddled in yesterday serial killer out there Hmm. you're packing heat when you paddle now dave you gotta pack heat when you paddle pack heat when you paddle and if you want to meet rock stars you gotta go to the grocery store those are those are your two takeaways from today who knows what's in store for us in the children's bible um so, so we had we had this amazing night on Puget Sound, our first night eating Trader Joe's groceries. I, that was where I swam in the Puget Sound. Lady Jerry swam also in there. And that was not as quite as cold as later when I swam off the Oregon coast at Newport, Oregon, because Puget Sound is sort of a giant bay sound, but it's in interior. And the Oregon coast, man, you could taste Japan and and the seafood in it. It was so it was such beautiful, clear water, but cold like a mofo. And I swam in there twice at Newport. Um, so we had a great camp there at the Puget Sound. Then we went into the Cascades, had two great nights in the Cascades, then came down the hot side, the east side of the Cascades, and down to um, the Columbia River Gorge where we were tested with wind and the camper blew around. We stopped in Hood River and enjoyed some pizza at uh, Twin Mountain or Double Mountain Pizza Place in uh, in Hood River and then we camped there uh, or just outside of town at a campground where, the, where people were close around us and then the next night we did uh, remote camping where we were just we found a spot in the Na- National Forest and there was a fire ring Someone else had camped there, but it was basically a DIY find-your-own-spot and camp there. So we did that that night. Uh, and then the next couple nights, we were in campgrounds, but very woodsy. I have to say Little Crater Lake that we went to, which is a very tiny lake. Tiny lake the size of our a lot where our house is here in Santa Monica. <coughs> but Art- Artesian uh, spring water freezing cold they said i wanted to swim in there but it was so clear that it was kind of spooky and uh they did say it was 34 degrees and i thought if i get in there and i'm freezing cold and i slip on the mud and i had trouble getting out there was nobody swimming i didn't swim there we swam at T- lake timothy which is right near there and that was beautiful and uh then then one of the highlights of the trip crater lake real crater lake big crater lake in oregon which I had flown over on an airplane on the way to, to Seattle or Portland or Bozeman, Montana, someplace. Um, we flew over Crater Lake one time, and the pilot pointed it out. And I was like, holy cow, that looks amazing. And let me tell you something. The Grand Canyon, uh, the Tetons, Yellowstone, those are great. Uh, but when when you see uh, Crater Lake, it it stands right up there with those. It's amazing, and it's far enough from the places that you would be when you want to go see something that uh I, well i mean i had never seen it i had heard of it obviously but man that was so worth the trip uh lady jerry was blown away by crater lake we both were beautiful and then and then from there we hightailed it down that was when our tmj was killing her we stayed in a motel that night in air conditioning and a motel the next night with our daughter and then came back home so that's some of our highlights. It was a great trip. We had a great time. We loved um, we loved the uh, the Kimbo. Um, I'm just scrolling back up to see to see um, to see what's going up there. Um, where are we at? <laughs> Trader Joe's YYY. Oh, Trader Joe's was delicious I'm not sure what why 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 means uh, or it may hopefully it means yes 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 um made the right move staying in a hotel in Sac. yeah Scott it was it was so hot and I would have reached out but by then lady Jerry's TMJ was killing her it was hot we need to I needed to get her food and go to the store and all that other stuff it was packed little Jerry had had a Fnula had an amazing camp uh i this may have been her last year of eligibility although she might go back next year and work in the kitchen but it was a great year she did all the things that she wanted to do there um (laughs) dave you're talking about this body found out where you kayak it's freaking me out a little bit you got you got to be careful um Jen, are you asking if I'm close to the airport? Yeah, I am close to the Santa Monica airport. They fly right over. And also the microphones on all this stuff. It's not as loud to me as it is to you um, through the miracle of Dead Steve Jobs and the microphones he put in all these things. Um, What was our gas mileage with the rig? Dave, I'm glad you asked because I've been tracking that. And the last four tanks, I didn't get on the way home yet. But uh, so far... I was getting about 14, 15 with the truck with no camper here in LA. And then on the journey up, freeway mileage in the, uh, just the, the Tacoma was about uh, 20, and one tank I even got 21 miles per gallon, but about 20 miles per gallon with the truck on the freeway. And then once the once the camper was on, I was getting around 14, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, but about 14 miles per gallon. The day when we were in the gorge uh, of the Columbia River and it was really windy, we went down to 12 miles per gallon on that day. But uh, I'm guessing, you know, basically around 14. So uh, that's that's and and that's uh, that's up and down mountains. So I'm guessing that I'm going to be getting uh, 12 here in. LA in the city but I'll I'll keep you posted but uh, it's not that I drive so little mileage here it's just 3 miles to the jiu jitsu place and the grocery store is a mile away so in the course of a week I'd be I it would be crazy if I put on 100 miles on the truck so I think I'm going to be leaving the camper on a lot of times I'm going to take the legs off cuz they they kind of make for a psychological scare a little bit, and I did bend one of the legs on a tree on, on the trip, so I've got to, got to fix the leg, and then I've got to take the camper off to get the truck serviced, and then once I put the camper back on, I think it may be staying on most of the time, once I put it on for our next trip. Um, so, uh, were there a lot of wind surfers at Hood River? Todd, yeah, there was, there were a lot of um, kite surfers. There were a couple of uh, Wind surfers, but I guess uh, windsurfing is is not as big as kite surfing is, or maybe it was too windy for for the windsurfing rig. Um, you want to know? Do you sleep in the Kimbo? If so, where? Or are you put up a tent? You sleep in it, gym. There's a when you look at the thing, the part that's that goes up over the cab of the pickup truck is a bed, and it's a it's a, not a queen size bed, it's it's like a double bed. I mean, we're pretty close together, but. Uh, When we're laying shoulder to shoulder, we've also then got a couple feet extra in the bed. But uh, what would happen is we would go to bed facing the same way, and then um, Belinda would flip around so so her head was down at my feet and my head was at her feet. And that we, we worked it out. It was okay. But, yeah, we sleep in there. It's great. And that's the nice thing. You don't have to set up a tent. So we just pull over, get the stove and the dishes and the food out, make dinner, which because it was quickie Trader Joe's type stuff, we could be... We could pull into the campsite, park the truck with the Kimbo on it in the flat spot, be eating dinner within 20 minutes, and then have a little bit of a visit, and then get in and (laughs) watch something that I downloaded on Netflix in the Kimbo, and then off to bed. So we're having the best of both worlds. We're camping and we're watching uh, episodes of uh, Lupin, where we just started season two of Lupin. And then we were almost finished with Hacks, and I have to say, I'm I'm enjoying it. Lady Jerry's is a little uh, unsure on hacks, but it has some kind of true-to-life comedy stuff in it, and I'm looking forward to the last episode. Um, did we camp with the Kiwis of America? I haven't heard of them, but I've, I'm not above it. I'd love to do that. Um, Carol, thank you for the welcome back. Ouija, last thing you want to have happen is to get 200 feet of warning when the Kraken comes towards you. Yeah, that's the problem. You don't want to... I didn't want to mess with any kind of crack and not on the first trip out in the Kimbo um so much swimming going on Mary yeah it was a lot of swimming and I really enjoyed it as you know from this last winter if you've been watching that uh, I I love the I'm into the cold water swimming so we do that um (laughs) your brother was just watching a missing person program that happened at Crater Lake Mary I'm glad I didn't see that um Okay, Scott, you're saying the truck ruts in the road on Highway 97 were awesome, scary on a motorcycle from Crater Lake to the California border. Yeah, we weren't on Highway 97, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> Seriously, Carol, you're saying, first the leg was found in the lake where Dave goes kayaking. Oh, my God, Dave. You you're really, this is no, this is a, this is a, this is crazy, man. I'm glad you're packing heat out there in the lake, and keep an eye, keep it on your booze intake. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to uh, be battling a serial killer uh, when you're too drunk. A couple drinks probably okay, but uh, too drunk, and it could cause problems. Uh, Dave, you don't think the body was dismembered? Everyone thinks that since the kayaker found the tote and saw a leg, shat himself and called the police made the news that a leg was found before the cops checked it out and said there was a whole body oh god <laughs> Jen you're saying Dave's been abusing you in my absence hey look you guys have got to be nice to each other I've already tried to tell you that you've taken care of each other and I think you're joking Jen but uh, yeah you and Dave I, I've got a th- feeling um, both of your spouses should be keeping an eye on what's going on between you two uh, your daughter got her driver's license today, Todd. Wow, that's that's a little bit scary. Um, good luck with that, KOA Kiwis of America, Dave. No, we didn't camp at KOA. We didn't do any of that kind of camping. The closest we came was a uh, a state park campground. Campground. Um, the closest we came was a campground where they had shower. <laughs> they had showers but you had to put in 75 cents for uh, three minutes. In the first place, you actually got way more than three minutes. And then the second campsite by Hood River, uh, they were, it was more like five minutes, but it turned off, which is weird because you, you can't... There, there's, no, there's no, hey, the thing's about to clock out, so you kind of take the fastest shower you can and then you go back over certain areas, but you don't want the water to turn off while you're all sudsed up and then have to put three more quarters in to do your final rinse yeah not so great um Jen you're saying Dave has a hot new girlfriend who teaches yoga well (laughs) a lot of dirty hippies doing yoga Jen that doesn't tell me a lot um and you're saying plus hello have I seen you I did see you there's nothing wrong with you Jen don't sell yourself short I mean the falling down thing and the health problems is that you, you need somebody to take care of you um but, uh, don't, don't sell yourself. Don't anybody sell yourself. Don't sell yourself short. Not on a Tuesday. Not on a Tuesday. Maybe Saturday night at bar time, you're trying to close a deal just to get something to happen for the weekend of the week. Then sell yourself short, but not on a Tuesday. You, full price. Tuesdays, Tuesdays are full price for everybody. Hmm. Oh, this is a present from Lady Jerry. Um, Taught a daughter's driver's license should come from coupons uh, for just for men. Yeah. Uh, Ouija. (laughs) Bob, you're saying you're pretty sure we narrowed the serial killer down to Jen or Carol? Oh, you'd like to check the lockbox under each of their beds for for mementos. Well, you know... Jen, you're doing excellent. Eighty pounds down. Holy crap! Blood sugar stellar. Back surgery in two weeks. Man, you—you're <laughs> ruling this pandemic. That's—that's uh, that's great news. Congratulations. All of that. Plus, we all had birthdays this year. You know what? Uh, I don't want to forget. It's we're we're deep in the show, but hey, it's Tuesday's Bible story. I, I think I'm going to give a letter. I'm, I'm going to give Grandma a break this week, but. I did read Saul's downfall uh before the show and um maybe the killer is Giuliani and now he can't practice law in New York. Uh yeah, well Giuliani he's out. Do you know who else is out? Saul. I don't know if you remember from before the big vacation, but Saul was picked by Samuel to be the king of the Israelites. See, they just picked some random big dude and made him king. Um and so, anyway, this is a funny story. The way they tell these Bible stories for kids is they they really they really meat and potatoes you. You know, they don't they 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 leave out a lot of the nuance nuance. Um, Bob, you're down thirty five pounds since January. You guys are doing great. I'm happy. I'm happy for you, man. We've got some pandemic success stories here. Um, <laughs> big dudes are intimidating. Mary, you're exactly right. Maybe that's why they picked Saul. Uh, the city of Jebesh was under siege by the Ammonites. The Ammonites. And I don't know if you remember, but the Ammonites and the Philistines are some of the arch enemies of the Israelites. The Ammonites agreed to make peace on the city of Jebesh, who, who were there, which they were sieging, on one condition. What, what's the condition? The Ammonites are telling this the citizens of Jebesh, we'll make peace if... Um, every citizen of the city has to have their right eye put out. Now, what kind of a crazy... Who, who negotiates like that? What, what, what does that even get you? It just gets you a reputation as a recalcitrant, recalcitrant asshole. Um, you're going to take everybody's right eye out. The people were appalled. Yeah, no kidding. They thought it was going to be like, hey, maybe you got to give us half of your food or all of your gold or something like that. Everybody's right eye... What, that's we all lose our right eye and what do you get, a bucket of soggy eyes this, this is a, the stupidest deal they wept and wailed but not one of them could think of a way to avoid this cruel punishment I can think of a way, how about a counter offer has anybody read any books about negotiating when they say hey we'll end the siege if you guys all cut out your right eye um, you might counter with what about just the old guys eyes or, uh, how about money? We have money. What are you doing with all these eyeballs? Anyway, toward evening, Saul came home from the fields, driving a herd of oxen before him. He was astonished to find the entire population in a state of terror. This is the king. What's the matter, he asked. What has happened? He's the king. He's out farming. Evidently he doesn't even know the city's under siege. Plus, these jerks want everybody's right eye. <laughs> what happened? I've been farming all day. What kind of king is this guy? That was back when, even though you were the king, you had to have a day job as a farmer. Uh, When he heard that the enemy was threatening to do what they were threatening to do, Saul was full of anger. Now he's mad. Now he's mad. Immediately, he summoned his army together. Well, where have they been this whole time? (laughs) Maybe nobody would have had to have their eye put out if you'd had the army summoned. How about call them up as soon as the siege starts? Set the farming aside. Call up the army. Okay. Uh... He sent messages to the people of Jabesh, promising that the very next day, by the time the sun was at its highest, they would be safe. The Israelites attacked the Ammonites early the next morning. Why didn't they do this sooner? By midday, uh, they had either slain or put to flight every one of them. All these Ammonites. Yeah, why don't you guys screw off? No eyeballs for you. Saul and his people were overjoyed and celebrated their victory with sacrifices to the Lord. Okay, so there you go. Two years after Saul had become king, the Philistines gathered on Israelites' Israelites border in enormous numbers, preparing for an invasion. Samuel told Saul, this is the guy who put him in charge in the first place, uh, to wait for seven days, at the end of which he would come and make the burnt offering before the battle. But at the end of seven days, there was no sign of Samuel, and Saul grew impatient. He decided to wait no longer, but to light the fire himself. Suddenly, he found Samuel by his side. Why have you disobeyed me, Samuel asked. Oh, geez, Samuel, you scared the crap out of me. I disobeyed me because you told me you were going to be back in seven days. And because you didn't come and my men were scattered, the Philistines may attack at any moment. I was afraid that if I didn't make a burnt offering to the Lord, which we were going to do anyway when you got back, by a watch, Samuel, uh, we'd be defeated. And then Samuel says, "You've done wrong to disregard God's commandment." Samuel reproached him. Well, look, if it was God's, com- could, maybe he could have. Well, I don't. What, what the hell were you doing, Samuel? <laughs> we're about to get our ass kicked by the Philistines, and where are you? Uh, if you had obeyed God's word, you would have been the founder of a great kingdom. But because you went against His word, your sons will now never succeed you. Another family, not yours, will rule Israel. No 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 king for, you don't get to be the king now cuz you lit the fire to god too soon i told you to wait till i got back and you disobeyed i see i feel like i feel like he didn't really even disobey god he just disobeyed samuel but this is the tr- this is the tricky thing um that you get uh, with the bible is you you get some kind of ridiculous anger for doing things that you would think would be okay. You know, Saul evidently thought he was good. He was going to do the burn-off ring. Look, Samuel's not here. I'm a grown-up. I'm king of this bunch. I'm going to light the fire. <sighs> anyway, another Bible story that was a little bit confusing. Um, ah, scrolling up here. What would happen if they offered their left eye instead? Pick. That is a that's an excellent question. I don't know what that gets you uh, gets you uh in terms of uh making anything else. <laughs> Your knuckles hurt when you hear scripture, Carol. Yeah, I get it. Um Jen Poultuga, okay christopher you're saying work is done and keeping you away today just wanted to jump in and say hi to everyone and welcome back hopefully you can catch the whole show live tomorrow yeah i'll see you then christopher i uh, sorry i'm glad well i'm glad you're working uh and uh, no worries over the years when the water gets really low coffins pop up in the lake dave you really live in a nice neighborhood <laughs> uh bob 12 years of catholic school uh for you plus you had an aunt and a cousin who were nuns and an uncle who was a priest wow you you lucky to get out of there uh, with your uh, anyway i'm not going to make a pedophilia joke i was going to but i'm not going to um uh, a lot of catholics in the house yeah rich there are a lot um Twelve years for you, Carol. That's a lot. Wow, you guys—you uh, guys really put in a good uh, a good day of of you know kind of serial killer aficionado trivia. Uh, I on on the trip, I've been reading the Michael Collins book, catching catching the fire, and I can tell you a bit about that. Look how far I am into this thing, though. I'm I'm here. I've only got this bit to go, and he isn't even on Apollo eleven. All of this is pre-Apollo 11 stuff. There's some great stories about the Gemini space program and just about uh, space travel in particular and astronaut, you know, what it takes to be an astronaut. I highly recommend this book, and I haven't even read the delicious part that you think you're getting this book for, which is the part about Apollo 11 when he's uh, part of the first three guys to go to the moon. Well, he went near the moon. Anyway, highly recommend this book. Uh... So there you go. Um, I think it's time, if I'm not mistaken, for Seize the Day. Seize the Day. And tomorrow is Wednesday. I can't remember what we do on Wednesday. Some kind of animal, maybe. Maybe Lady Jerry will be here. Who knows what's going to happen? God, i got to get in touch with Christella um, because I haven't seen her for a while. Uh, okay. Okay. Pick, you're asking while we were out in the woods alone, do we ever wear our birthday suits? Yeah, intermittent birthday suit time. Not not really running around outdoors in our birthday suits, and we didn't go swimming in the nude, but uh, we did think about it. Next time, next time, some nude swimming. Uh, You're asking if uh, Lady Jerry's doing better. Um, She's doing slightly, slightly better. We're trying to get her into the doctor. She's on the muscle relaxants. I got her some magnesium. And uh, but she's just eating soft food and her mood's gotten a little bit better. We got the upholstered panels back for the top of the stairs, so that's that, that happened today and they came out really great. Um, but uh, yeah, Belinda's jaw is still bothering her, but I think it's incrementally like the pain is as intense, but she seems to be having more pain free moments. I've been sleeping on the couch so that she can get a uh, good rest the past. A couple nights that we've been home, and I think I'm still on the couch again tonight. Um, But she is feeling slightly better. I'm going to go check on her after this, and I will report to you tomorrow. But right now, (laughs) holy cow, I got distracted. It's time for Seize the Day. I know I said that before, and I didn't do it. Today's Seize the Day is from Ted Lasso, one of our favorite shows from the pandemic. Ted Lasso uh, on the Apple TV Taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse. If you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. (laughs) Ah, Ted. You gotta gotta love Ted Ted Lasso. Alright. Thank you guys for watching. It's so great to be back. I'm very excited that I may uh, be scheduling my first um, stand-up show back down in San Diego. And uh, I'm happy that none of us have been uh, victims of a serial killer. So far, so good. Don't sell out on Tuesday. It's full-price Tuesday. Watch out for serial killers. Take care of each other and yourselves. Be nice to a jerk. They're still out there. And don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. I'll see you all tomorrow on Wednesday or Wednesday.